That's the button that starts the episode. <laughs> Thanks, I'm learning. Yeah, it's time to get swifty in yes, episode sir. 46 of Rick and Morty. Is it 46? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Got this down to oh, the yeah, science. Yeah. Oh, yep. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking sporadically, episode 46. We're glad to have you listening. We're glad to have you tuning in. It's oh, an amazing day. We're in our nice warm cabin. We're feeling good. You're the welcome. Who brought the heater? Yeah. Who Thank you, up? Isaiah. Who showed up and just... I did. You know what? You I kept was, me company. I appreciate I was there, you. man. I, was I appreciate you so Supporting much. you. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not too much to update on. I mean... Where you talked about the Bengals going to the Super yes, Bowl. Yes, sir. That's coming up next week. Ooh, um, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people know about the uh, snowstorm that hit us. Wasn't really a storm over here. It just kind of laid on heavy. Yeah, the wind was pretty brutal. I would know. I worked in it all day on Thursday. Yeah, I was out sweating in it all day, and it was <laughs> hurting my face very bad. Yeah, you didn't put a ski mask on. I had a mask on, but then I had to take it off because it froze solid and no air was getting through. You got to go inside then and warm up for a little bit, then go back to it. No man, grind that's the, the key. Up, no, it's not. Well, I got to get system going where right. I would like flip it. One, I had like one of those gaiters on that people wore during the pandemic. I would mm. flip it around, and like my neck would have thawed the frozen part, and then you know it was kind of sweaty, and then that sweat would freeze, and I'd flip it around again, mm. like rotate it around my neck. That worked pretty good. Then my only other main problem was like my glasses were fogging up so bad, and I was driving a four wheeler, so I had to take some periodic breaks to get all the ice and fog off of those because you know it's not good to drive when you cannot see. Got to get yourself a heated face shield, like I have. Where could I find one of those? Uh, online. How does it even work? So, kind of how it works is just like a little auxiliary plug. You plug one end into the machine if you have one. Then the other one goes into the helmet. It heats the face shield. So, it keeps that from fogging up, and it helps keep your glasses from fogging up. Hmm, it's super nice. Cool. The only other key I have to not fogging up is frequent stops. Like... No more than like an hour and a half to two hours out at a time. Otherwise, you really will fog up your helmet real bad. Hmm. The more you know. That's right. I feel like if I get more advantageous at it, I'll invest in something like that. But until then, I'm just going to keep using my uh, my safety glasses. <laughs> yep, sounds good. I mean, it'll work, I guess. The wide rim safety glasses. Or just normal safety glasses. Just normal safety oh, glasses. Oh, no. Lord. But they're tinted, so oh. kind of oh, like sunglasses. Man. Nice. So it's not nearly as bright. I can respect the tint. Well, it's, I mean, it's pretty bright out in the snow. Yeah, but not with tinted. You're going to get sunburned. It's, sun it's, it's, I mean. it's not as bright, yeah. Devin, you look good over there? I'm good. He looks tired. I'm looks good. like he just woke up. No. Did you? No. Been awake for a bit. Just kind of chilling. Yeah. He's probably been awake since Take a little, like take a little nap to like uh, 6.30 or so? No. No? You sure? No. Right. Wait, is that why he was late today? Sleeping? Yeah, I don't no. know. He just showed up half no. hour late. Yep. I was not half hour late. First, I thought it was 6.30. No. You thought. You were wrong. Well, yeah, you were wrong. Good thing I have the mic, so I do what I want. All right, fools. I, I planned that, so you guys, I just I just came up with this. <laughs> you guys are going to get it warm for me. Yeah. That's yeah. why I was late. It was as warm as it was going to get. I'll no. take the mics home minutes. this time, bud. It's a little warm. I'll take the mics home this time. Yes. Because oh I was God. the least late out of all of us. Cap? What? <laughs> <Get out> early. <laughs> if anything, Isaiah should take them. Yeah. Isaiah, you're taking the mics home. That's too much work. Devin can take them home again. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. I'd be I'd be so tempted to like start. <laughs> well, it's six fifteen. No one else is here, but uh, let's the show do must it. go on. All right. One man podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. They'll roll in. It'll be all right. Speaking of rolling in, I wonder if Tracy's going to roll in. I don't know. He texted me. He was making dinner. Like. 20 minutes ago. Wait, wait, wait. He just wasn't going to get food from the bar? Well, he had to make dinner for everybody. He's making dinner for his La Familia. Oh, well, that's... So I don't know when he's rolling in. There's chance. There's hope yet, but we'll see. So, fortunately, Trey's not here right now. Fortunately? Unfortunately. I don't know. I I didn't hear the un. I heard the un. I got you. All right. It was good. I may be kind of deaf, but I'm not that (laughs) deaf. (laughs) Tell you one thing, based on the orientation of that mouth and mic, the viewers did not hear the un. Hey. Burn. 
It's literally... It's right there. It was probably ear rape right then when he did that. Yeah, I hope yeah. it was. I need to prove a point to Jacob, who's not going to listen to this episode. But you know, I'll listen to this episode. You'll it's my favorite to episode yet. I know. You it's going to be. You know why it's going to be? Because we're talking about my favorite thing. Yes, sir. Two weeks ago, you, you said, you said you know what we should talk about? And what did you say, Jacob? Space. And that's what we're talking about, dog. Yes, about sir. What about space? Dog. I don't know. But that's just how it goes. The supernatural. What? That's, no, that's up there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, that's the same thing. No, it's not. That's the same thing. It's not really the same thing. That's the same imaginary. Supernatural and space are different things. False. Well, without space, there's no supernatural. But well, without supernatural, there could still supernatural be Supernatural can apply to more than just space Well, things. to be fair, oh Jake, what Jacob said is true. Because if there's no space, there's no planet. No planet. No okay. supernatural. Would you not lean on me? Yeah. Lean on me. Hush. Don't well, do that. Where do you want me to put my feet? They're cold. Yo, suck it up. We can switch spots. I got the heater over here. I'm not using it. No, don't switch spots. Okay. Does someone jump into something about space? You two seem the most. What are we going to talk about? I think about we. I think we mentioned the. Uh, oh, oh, here's something. A few weeks ago, or maybe a few months ago, I can't remember. I don't really keep up with it that well, but uh, we finally launched the first rocket or whatever it was. I think it was a. I think it was a camera. Onto the surface of the sun. Really? really? That is pretty cool. Yeah. Did serious. they send a Hubble Space Telescope like 2.0 well, out? Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, I don't know. I can't remember what it's oh, called. Wait, they sent something to the surface of the sun. Yeah, they sent a camera. They took pictures at the surface of the sun. They sent a camera to the surface of the sun? Or they just took pictures It probably wasn't. No, they sent it. It got there. The first thing to ever touch the surface of the sun. And it took pictures there. That we know of. Mm-hmm. The what? first man-made thing. Okay. Purposefully. What? what, what? Is, where's where's the surface of the sun? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to The get flares? Like the outer yeah, radius? Yeah, so the surface of the sun, because it's all gas, I think it's just within, like, the lowest... Like, you know how we have, like, the asthenosphere, the troposphere, the biosphere? And the biosphere is pretty much, like, 200 feet or whatever. I'm, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. It's, like, 200 feet or whatever above the crust, so it's not that high. It's basically within all natural life would be found. I think we got, like, if you translate that to the sun, which is no natural life, but, like, whatever, whatever's, like, the biggest sphere. In the center. No, not the center. That's the sun. But In the center of the sun. We didn't get nothing in the center of the sun. No, the Why sun's the center of the solar system. Correct. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's, like, so we have the... I don't know. I'm going to dumb this down, and I don't know if I'm wrong or not, but what I if, think this is what I'm thinking of. What if we just say that it was the closest thing that has ever gotten to the sun? Because obviously, they said the surface. It's no way it I hits mean, a surface, though. So there's it would, there's it no way it's a banks. surface. It was the sun is just as a ball of energy. But it's, it's like it's Jupiter. Plasma. Is there a surface if you fall right through? Yeah, but it would just gaseous. disintegrate. Like you got to know how hot. It probably is like... Yeah. It can probably melt like the strongest metal we have like 100 miles out from... The, the, the solid, solid surface. Well, how to get there? Then. What they said it got there. I, I, you said it got there. Yeah. I don't know this you they person you're talking about, said. buddy. Because I am still very skeptical. Skeptical that we got any type of working camera. Yeah. Of any type of element that we know exists close that close to the sun to the surface. Especially, like, when did it send back these pictures? I agree Ayo. that, like, they can Ayo. calculate that it is the closest Ayo. thing that has ever gotten Ayo. to the sun. So Ayo. it's, like, closer than Ayo. Mercury, right? Ayo. Yeah. Yeah. So I it went wrong. farther than Mercury. Ayo, I was and that's, like, we have never sent anything out to that distance. I, I believe wrong. that. I was wrong. I probe first spacecraft to ever enter the sun's atmosphere. Okay. <laughs> Which is kind of far off. Still. Yeah. Still is what I was saying. Still, really still that's close. probably in the range of the disintegration thing. for yeah. anything. Uh, oh, yeah. So it says, launched in 2018, it circled the sun more than eight times and quote-unquote touched the sun for the first time when it entered the corona, the low-density, high-temperature upper atmosphere of the sun. So the atmosphere is included, I guess, in... Because I suppose we do kind of include that in... Earth. Earth is like because if you take a step back, I guess you do see like the curvature of the atmosphere 
included. Yeah. It's you don't just see like the, the ozone and whatnot. Yeah, you don't just see the land. So what you see is kind of bigger than what we actually are have allotted to us to walk. Yeah, or swim for any mermaids out there. Just gonna leave that. Um, let's see. I watched. So I guess kind of like relatively on the topic of like how like immensely uh, dangerous. Ah, all right, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. Dangerous no. the sun is. Um, I watched a video the other day about, and there's two videos on it about like the most horrendous like nightmare inducing planets in the in the universe. Can you stop touching my toe, please? Not touching and looking toe. at me weird when you do it. Um, and it's kind of wild, bro. There's there's a planet. I, I I don't know what it's called, but there's a planet where a Whatever atmospheric conditions allow this, I don't know. I'm glad we don't have it. It rains glass. So hey, sand sand is in the, it's so the atmosphere is so dense that tiny sand granules or something is like up in the air. And B, it's so hot there that it melts and then when it falls, it cools to glass droplets, which is sick. But the other terrifying thing about it is that the winds are so uh, hot, like the wind speed is so high that it rains sideways the whole time, across everything. So the there are glass droplets constantly on this planet that are heating up and cooling rapidly, and then flying almost perfectly horizontally at all points in time. So if something were to fall in there, I can't remember what the what the video said, but like if a super dense what was it? Oh, it's something like the size of half the size of the moon, like super dense, like rock were to like fall into it, it would be gone in like a matter of seconds. That's how like fast it's going. It's pretty baller. And this is in the mo- in the Milky Way. I don't know. I just know. Well, probably. I don't think we've ever seen anything outside of the Milky Way, have we? I know we know there are other universes we've out seen, there. Well, those I don't know if we know any that are. We know anything about the about uh, what is contained inside of them? We've seen, yeah, we know we have other galaxies, galaxies, but I don't, universes. I don't know if we I don't know, know what's inside them. I'm not sure. Been either. able to take pictures of planets. You know something else that's wild? I can't remember what the distance was, but the way light years work, right? If you were a certain distance from uh, Earth, and you were like observing us with a telescope, right now. You'd still see dinosaurs because it takes so long for the light to travel. From where is this? Oh, I, I don't know the distance. Okay. Well, the but distance would just be so it's like how far light year. So we could we could calculate right the now. The distance but I'm would lazy. just be how far away in time you're seeing. Yeah. So if you're yeah if you're times by light years. Fourteen billion. Fourteen. So billion, it would be that right? times by the speed of light. To give you meters. It's fourteen million years ago. Right was when the dinosaurs died out. Yes, I think. Big Bang Theory, don't let me down. Um, so if you're, yeah, let's just say if you're 14 million years away in terms of light years, however that translates, you'd be seeing dinosaurs dying. Like right now looking through a telescope. Hmm. Shed a tear from a man. Uh, what's what's that show? Or what's that movie? Jurassic Park? Long Neck? No. Littlefoot. Jurassic World? No. Little Littlefoot? You guys ever seen that? No. The, the 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 good dinosaur the baby brontosaurus yeah the, isn't it called the good dinosaur no it's it's older than that but I know uh, I know what that one is with the with the kid that's like a wolf like roles are reversed and the human is like feral and the dinosaur is smart possibly I don't remember that well you just knew what it was called <laughs> a light year is approximately six trillion miles which would just be the speed of light times one year. It's it's how long it's, yeah. It's the distance the speed. It's the distance a photon particle travels in one year. Yeah, six trillion six miles. six trillion miles. So if you were six times fourteen trillion miles away, you'd be seeing the dinosaurs die roughly. There it is. But no, it's uh. Oh, it's gonna kill me. It's not little. No, me. it's not that. It'd have to be. I'm going back to your dinosaur question. What if the dinosaurs were? 14 million, million. Million. 14 million years ago. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. That means we have to do 14 it's times whatever trillion number. 
No, yeah. No, it has to be 14 million. No, no it's six times. It's, oh, gosh. It wouldn't so be a times. Would it would be a no, divide. It's, it's whatever. It's it a fraction. A it's a fraction. It would guys, be a 14 actually. divided by six. No, it's. Yo, wait, it's, where's the six coming from? I got from? it. I got it. I know it. Six trillion miles in a light year. I got it. Yeah. It's light years on top, which is what? 14 trillion, you yeah. said? Four, six trillion. Six trillion, six trillion over six trillion 14 billion. Over 14 million or billion? Million. 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 With an yeah, M. no, I was right. You just multiply it. No, you no, divide. No, it's a divide. It's hey, a divide yo. problem. Because you can think about it in units, too. So on top, you have six trillion. Guys, you're wrong. Yeah. You're dead no. definitely multiply. When, okay. When you want to see how far something went, you do what? You take velocity times rate. You're finding, we're finding time. We're not finding distance. Are we finding time? Wait, no, we're finding on. distance. We're finding, we're distance, finding how far guys. away you would have to be to we're see a certain. It's still, it's still. If you back think about yeah, it. you take velocity times time, and that's the distance that it travels. Yeah, rate so times multiply. time. So it's six times fourteen. Six trillion times fourteen million. Wait, it's rate times time equals distance. distance. So we have six trillion times fourteen million times fourteen million. That's it. But distance. Divided by time equals rate. So aren't we getting a rate if we divide, not a distance? Yes. What you're getting... The times doesn't work, though. Cause no, you th- it works. Think, no, it doesn't. It works. Think about it in the units. Hey, yo, I am. No, because if you have a... What is it? A meter per year. Or, no, what is it? Uh, a light year per year, which is a, a unit of distance. Yeah, and the light year... Times another... Year would be light year per year squared. So you're finding the acceleration. But if you no, divide it, no, and have a year, no, year, Devin, don't have year to distance. Right here, no, it cancels out. If Okay, close your eyes. It's it's time. Close your eyes. No, Jacob, shh, close your eyes. It's Ready? time over one no. times distance yes. times miles over time. It's a fraction, dude. So light year over, light year, over year. And the times light cancel year out. over year. So you have a distance over a time. Mol- times another fraction, distance or well times at the bottom right, times at the top here too, because it's fourteen million years right. You cancel out two times. The other one's over one. So what do you get? You get another distance. All right, we're gonna do this at the break. We're not going to break now, but I feel like people who are listening are just absolutely confused. Like so you? We'll, oh, they probably get it, bro. They understand. No. They're no. angry no. at you right we'll, now. We'll, we'll wait at the break, and then we'll actually we can pull out the paper and do it. What does Luke have I just did it's whatever is light years divided it's a, by it's a big number. millions of years. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. To we'll do it. when the dinosaurs died out. So that's how many light years away it is. It'd be 428,571 if what we're saying is right. Yeah, it'd be light years. So then you have to multiply that by how m- a distance of a light year and you would get the amount of miles. What? Wait, no. No, because that no. would just get you the amount of light years originally because you just divided by that. Yeah. No, because that's how many light years. Bro. We did light years? <laughs> All right. Over we'll millions like said, of years. We'll do this at the break. We'll get, we'll, we'll we'll get paper out. Okay. We'll get paper, paper. out. Do you how have paper? We just waste on that? Probably right. four or five minutes. Quite a bit. We're this is what we're saying. To oh, see. So if we wanted to see what's happening in in 2020... We would have to go one light year away, which is six trillion miles. So if you want to figure out how many miles to go away to see in 2020, you know you have to go one light year. So you take one light year times the amount of distance in one light year, six trillion miles. One times six, six, you have to go six trillion miles away to be able to see what's happening in 2020. So if you want to go no, I mean 2021. So if you want to see what's going on 14 million years ago, you'd have to travel 14 million times one light year. So 14 million times 6 trillion. Good one, Jacob. Yep. I still don't think you're right, but like I said, we'll do that to break. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> we'll see. All right. You know who's way better at math than uh, little Devin over here? Not, I, I not, bet. Not you guys. Extraterrestrials. Probably. Devin doesn't know what that is. Have you okay. watched I mean, do, Alien? That's not proven. No. Yeah, I just thought I think. You have to watch the sci-fi show called Resident Alien. Hilarious. Great show. Duly noted, Luke. I it's very good. The second season just started two What's weeks ago. Sci-fi. 
You can watch it on Hulu. Okay. I think it's streaming, available for streaming on Hulu. Got you. It's funny. Good show. I think there's like 10 episodes the first season. Maybe a few more, but really good. High quality. Gotcha. For sci-fi anyways. But What kind of alien is he? Where's he from? <laughs> glort. glort. <laughs> yeah, some... He actually does pronounce it in one of the episodes, and he, it's just like him just making weird sounds with his vocal cords. No, it's more like... Something like that. It's so weird. It's so funny, though. Thanks. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Thanks. ASMR there. Oh, all right. But, uh... Nah, no one wants to have this conversation, bro. I don't... Mostly because I don't have a good, solid opinion on it. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think... Uh, I don't think they, they, they came down or anything. But it is definitely cool to, like... All those, like, History Channel shows about ancient aliens and stuff like that. What are you doing? Have you seen, you know, the meme where the guy with got the crazy hair from ancient aliens? Yeah. And he's just, like, working with his hands. That's what I was trying to try to imitate. Where he's just, like, working his hands in the picture. No? Hold on. I don't that's know. Let's continue on. That, is, that was a quality that's a flop. Just move on. No, it's not. It's not a flop. Um, well, here's the question you need to be asking. What side of... What side are we on the great filter? So the idea is that at oh, yeah, some yeah. point in history, either we're past it, this great filter that no society can advance through, and possibly we're the only and only ever society to advance through this. Let me see the meme. This, this meme. Oh, yeah. It's just this. a picture of him holding up his hand, Yeah, bro. but it's, it was a meme, bro. It's iconic. It's iconic. All right. So either you could say we're still approaching that, or... It's behind us. What do you mean? Great. Explain the, what is this filter? The great filter is pretty much something that all society will approach and a step in evolution that they cannot get past. In that, evolution or progression? Well, in, yeah, in progression. Okay. So basically we just reach the laws of physics. You well, just, we don't know. You just reach is a it point possible where to do that or is it, you know what I mean? You just reach a point where every society that's evolving and progressing just gets stuck due to some fundamental flaw. They can't evolve past being a single-cell organism, or they can't evolve past getting past their solar system. They get stuck in their solar system. Yeah, I thought about this. It's just you reach the laws of physics. Because what we know about the laws of physics, it is the law of the universe. Everything we say in it is true, and it cannot be true. If you get to a point where that's the only thing you haven't breached, you're pretty much done. Like, yeah. But then you can't even breach it. What do you mean? Oh, no, I don't you can so. you can reach it, you can maximize there's it. There's a reason there's a reason it's a law. Yeah. You can't do something that would cancel out or deny law of physics. Like we yeah. will always have gravity. And so what it would be if we if we are still a prospering society at that point, all that technological quote unquote advancements would be would be trying and essentially failing at trying to break it. Mm-hmm. And so nothing would ever uh, happen. Yeah. But at that point, you wouldn't really need any more advancements. You'd have everything you ever need. Yeah. Like I thought about that with like flying cars. Like, will we ever actually have flying cars to the point that we see in the movies? Right, where they just sit there and they just kind of hover and they go forward a little bit. Well, that's possible. And like that—that's decently. I possible. think it's reasonably plausible. You know. Oh, it's easily. Oh, it's easily. Like, it can I, be done today. It's just that nah, trying to do it large not, scale. Well, not large in the, scale. Even making one, I think, would be hard. Not in the way that, like, uh, people want it to like, be. Like, if you see yeah. the movie The Fifth Element, they just, like, drive by, and there's, like, multi-highways, and they're driving, like, over top each other. Yeah. yeah that's you would need more propulsion not than today. that. Like, we have planes that can do, do that. Thing. They well, fly, I'm saying, I mean, bullet, it's, mag- it's in magnets. It would right. have to be in magnets. be magnets mm. or some type of thruster that doesn't have as much... That wouldn't eat fuel. Yeah, or like doesn't have like because I mean you look at rockets like you know they, so they get pushed up. That but like yeah. you look below them and it, yeah. it's yeah something some you know chemical compound that right. creates just as much uh, newtons of thrust but doesn't have near the reaction like if you if radius, you could somehow harness which I don't know if it's possible or if it goes like you said against like the laws of physics if you could harness like a hydrogen bomb right in some minuscule manner and able to control it and, and trap the e- energy explode i don't know how to 
it's a reaction, basically. It's explosion. If you could mitigate it or, like, aim it. If you could aim yeah. it. Yeah. Then, you know, you could do something like that. But but I think an interesting thing about the uh, great filter, like, theory or, like, idea is that it's it's so interesting and yet it's a pointless conversation because if you think of, like, like I said, it's very interesting. But if you think about it, if the if you even for a second consider the fact that we've reached the point, like, if we've reached, like, the, the highest possible point of, like, technological advancement, or we're approaching it, right? I don't, like, how, there's no way you could defend it because with how vast, like, the universe is and how vast even, like, our galaxy itself is and, that, like, we haven't been able to explore yet, there's no way that we're, like, the first. And that someone has to be the first. So there's, like, one in a gazillion chance. But if you consider the fact that we aren't the first and we haven't even begun to, like, realize the potential of, like, technological advancement and it's, like, ages and ages away, don't you think there's a chance, like... I think, well, I think it is uh, ages and ages away. I think we're at a declining rate. Like, people say, like... Well, I don't know. Oh, what's don't what's the normal so. term? I think it's only increasing. I, we, I, no, we're slowing down for sure, bro. For sure. Well, you have to be because it's a funnel. It, before, let's think. Let's go back to the 1900s. I don't know, but you can also say 1800s. Five, you even. can also say 10 years ago, no one even understood the metaverse. And now, go in 10 years, you yeah. know, bang, we have the metaverse. Not only which, are we starting How fast to, is that going to evolve? Yeah, not only are we starting to explore the universe past even the moon that we landed on. 1970s? Like... 1969. Yeah, so like 50 years ago. About. So 50 years ago, now we touched, quote-unquote, the sun. We're sending, what, SpaceX is like sending a rocket to Mars like every five days or something like that. Or planning to or something like that. I guess it's kind of the pet, like you have to have your own sense of um, importance, I guess, because you go look, look what I was saying. Let's go back to the nineteen, like the eighteen hundreds, right? 1800s. You okay. think the amount that has changed between that and now? We are using uh, so steam much. Power, yeah, like there is an insane amount of changes. Like, do you think us sending a rocket to the edge of the sun is more impactful than the development of phones or the de- well, development it from? It, it like I be. said, it kind of depends on. Well, your think level about of the sun as an energy source. How long is how long is that sun? Like theoretically, obviously, but that sun's burning for ages, and it supplies life to a whole planet effortlessly. Yeah. So just like, about harnessing the power so of said sun. These things, like the We're using and like the UV rays and stuff like that. It's very helpful. So, I guess you just don't know how helpful something's going to be until it's already done and it's already helped you. Like I'm sure the first, per- like the second person to look at the wheel, like their cousin invented it, and it's like that's just a circle, dude. Yeah. Go. Well, like, we get to the point where we're able to go communicate pick- telepathically, and they're like, "Oh, they actually thought, yeah, phones was a breakthrough." Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Like the wheel was such an incredible technological advancement that happened practically overnight for tribes, and then those tribes were just like, they won, you know, like they were it, or you know. And realizing but, like a byproduct of kerosene is gasoline, mm-hmm. and realizing that gasoline is useful, yeah. or like s- they didn't think about it a hundred years ago, they thought it was unrealistic to assume everyone in the nation could have electricity. Like even people in rural areas now, look, almost everyone who wants electricity has electricity. Yeah. So no I matter guess, like, where you are, I guess are. like what's what's restate the point again. What point? You made you a just point. said we're slowing down. Oh yeah, I just think the rate at which we are uh, making jumps in like technology overall, I think, is slowing down. And I mean, well, we what what time frame are you speaking of? Like past five years or past ten years? Or it's just um, uh, what do you call over the it? grand scheme? Just like overall, what's what's that term for? Just a, uh, a tipping point, the timeline. I'm just trying to think here. Uh, what's the term for just a graph that just um like accelerates? A slope, An uh, like a slope graph? exponential. I think it's yeah. just been exponent. Like what's? Yeah, exponential would imply that. Yeah, we what's, are, what's the? But he's saying exponential oh, decay. Oh, decaying. It's exponential decay. Oh, there's no way, dude. Well, it's no. not a decay, but when it, they invented the wheel, how for how many 
years did they just use horses? How many thousands of years? I don't know. In like over the course of five years, they were pointless to half the population of the world. And in the next twenty years after that, no one uses horses anymore except for like practically recreational. You know what I mean? And now we're getting to the point that so many like. And now we got like bullet trains, like magnet, magnetically propelled trains and stuff like that. Recreational roller coasters. I think the fact that we have recreational amusement parks speaks wonders about how fast we're. We've. The speed that. What was I trying to say? How fast we're increasing the rate of technological advancements. I think Jake was right. The fact that we are not only exploring. In, into space, but also something that we've created ourselves, like simulations as humans we've created also speaks wonders about it. Because the metaverse is like far out. I can't even kind of I can't even really grasp it because it's not a place. But like, it's an idea that Ready Player One. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like Ready Player One idea. Ready Player One vibe. But we, as humans, we've created a place that we can, like, see and even now feel with, like, the gloves and whatnot that does not exist except for, like, in a couple hundred little metal boxes that are in California or something like that. Well, I'd bump that number up. A couple hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure right now it's not too many. I mean, well, I guess I another thing place. is we can't intermix ideas with technological advances. Because, like, you really think what's the metaverse is just computers. But they still have to be created with a computer. Yeah, what's yeah. A, hey, what's a computer? You're still getting faster I'm, and faster That's what I'm saying. How much have computers changed over the last... Massively. Years? A lot. The first computer, computer was the same size as our town. Okay, let me ask you this. From the first year of computer, how much did it change? Or the first five years of computers... It a took lot. a long time no, before it didn't, they... No, it didn't change that much. Yeah, it didn't, didn't change, change it, it took from the, at least bef- a little before the 1970s. They, like, they yeah, laptops didn't there. come out to like, what, all the, the all early like 1990s? Dude, in like 2000s, it still looked like... Uh, do you know what the... The giant brick. The Macintosh looked like? Yeah, old sure, school. It, it got smaller, but it did about the same amount of stuff. Yeah, I feel like from 2010, we went from these bulky laptops to just in 10 yeah. years... Now we've went to like five G internet. Yeah, it, yeah. And Razor thin screen, and pixel like displays, data. Yeah, data storage. That was my mind being blown. I mean, we got we can get one hundred and twenty eight yeah. gigabytes in um, palms of our hands. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, Devin. I think because I think I part of me wants to agree with you, but it's it's a different kind of idea. Technological advancement in the fact that we need like something that's a necessity that someone invented and created that helps us we don't really lately we haven't had much of a need for it so it's not getting invented but things we already have that already have been invented that we already kind of reap the benefits of leisure from like a phone like that's getting phones are still and computers are still getting advanced so much today Mm. it's just that we already get so much leisure from them that it's kind of hard to notice like how incredibly advanced they're getting. While at the same time, like we talked about the wheel and cars, those are spaced apart, sure, but those are huge yeah, things. Yeah, maybe you're more so getting at that we're running out of things to invent that are like extremely useful. Like yeah. there's never gonna be the second yeah. farming. Like we're never we're yeah. never gonna reinvent farming. Or I was, yeah, like that. we were talking about cars. Mm-hmm. Those are constantly getting improved upon and advanced and stuff like that, but we already have the car. Yeah. yeah. But, but I just don't I don't see in their hold in general that haven't been invented i just don't see changes to things now like when they were first invented you know what i'm saying like look at the processing power like the processing power in this year's iphone okay huge very different it's like what five nanometers or smaller like it can outwork the first computers by like a hundred times at least yeah probably more but I'm just saying, like, at some like it's also by the like by that funnel. At some point, we will max it out, and so we'll, our increments of getting better will only get smaller and smaller and smaller. Well, yeah, that's what the great filter is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so you're saying we're smaller. approaching it? Yeah, we have to be. We're not getting farther away. We're not downgrading our technology. I say we have years because oh, I think we have plenty of time before we get there. 
I'm just saying, I think it is slowing. I think the first 10 years of the car were much more impactful and a much bigger technological advance than the past 10 years where okay. they really haven't changed. I got Like you, you could say... So uh, what you're saying you know, is... Another way to translate what you're saying, and it's not like what you're saying is wrong, is like... Um, the benefits that I, that that inventions have given to us, not the inventions themselves, has decreased. Like the impact that they've had has gotten lower and lower and lower. Yeah. But how many inventions? I think because if you think about it, inventions are spaced out, right? Because there's a wheel. Well, okay. So you have a horse, right? Someone figures I'm gonna get on top of that baby. A couple years later, you have the wheel with the horse. Couple years later, and this is not a couple years, they're spaced out quite a bit, but I mean, for that time, it's time, relatively right. small amount. We've been around for millions of years as Homo sapiens, so. Then all of a sudden you get a chariot, and then you apply it to war, and then you get all these things just from the invention of a wheel. I think it's the same deal where, okay, so a few years later you, have a, you get like a really nice like naval ship. Then all of a sudden the world, so like it was about the horse. Whoever has the most horses dominates. Then it's about a boat. Whoever controls a boat or whoever controls the ocean dominates. Then it's about the sky. Whoever controls the sky dominates. I think, and these are all spaced apart by so many hundreds of years and a few thousands of years. I think we just don't see that much change, drastic change, because we hit a point that now, right now it's in computers and it's in phones and it's in space travel, but it just started. So I think in the next couple hundred years, a couple thousand years, something else is going to change just like that, that people then will be like, have their minds blown about how like drastically different their lives will be because of that, whatever it is. So you're saying it's more like, a, I'm, I, I think of it it's like, like on a, a cycle. Graph. It's like a cycle, yeah. yes, or like a, a ladder, like, a ladder yeah, on the grass. So something incredible is invented, and then like a bunch of other things based off that are invented. But it, it flattens it out, this, and then you get another out, big goals. pump, new idea, yeah. and it flattens out. And people and I still reap the benefits from it, but the time itself that they've had it, just it takes a toll on like the, the change that they see of it, from it. And then all of a sudden you hit a point where it's just something else is invented, and then it goes all over again. So it's hard to pre- – so then I, I think by that it's kind of hard to predict um, – when we'll kind of enter that funnel that you were talking about where it really starts it's impossible to know until you've gotten there mm-hmm. yeah and that'll wrap up this first segment we'll see you guys after the ad are you ready kids I, I, Lucas <laughs> is your real name Lucas no it's just not Luke. Just, Luke. just Luke I thought so but Jacob's brother did that yesterday at the uh, bowling match we were doing bakers he threw a strike. And he just yells out, uh, "Whatever!" Uh, it starts off with, "No, it's are you ready?" Oh, yeah. are he you was re- telling yeah. me this. That was so good. And some kid on the other team was like, "I can't hear you." <laughs> <laughs> and then they did it again. Yeah, he said oh, he played that whole thing. Good. They had like conversations with the other team. He's like, yeah, I'm, when, I, "When I go up there, I'm gonna throw my strike, and then I'm gonna yell out." Are you ready, kids? Dude, he sounds like Evan McPherson calling his shot. Say yo. He was. When he did that, he said he was going to do that. He's like, ah, I should have did that. I was like, yo, just do it the next time. Just throw another strike. He's like, yeah, okay, I can probably do that. <laughs> He's so bipolar, though. He's like, I'm not that good. And then he'll just like, you know, walk up there and throw eight in a row or something. It's like, <sighs> yeah. excuse you? Luke Streak's coming down soon in his career. Uh-oh. Hey, uh, that's, not, that's not public knowledge yet. Our Luke's record. My, no, it's not. Did we start? My public that record's not going down anytime soon. Felix had the chance to break it on Saturday, and he did not. So how long ago did we just? Start what do you have that? to do? Like ten strikes in a row? It's what the hell? whatever <laughs> the math is to break two seventy six. He had a chance to bowl two seventy nine, and he blew it. Yeah. Uh, no eighty nine. I don't understand bowling logic. Math. I'm not gonna lie. The math? No bowling math. Bowling math isn't that doesn't hard. Doesn't make any sense. No, pretty easy, but I don't. I don't want to hear it. I so don't if know. you if you get nine strikes in a row, and then finish like with starting? zero pins, so it'll be two seventy. The, and then what if you get your first two frames zero strikes, and then you hit nine zero pins, and then you hit nine strikes in a row at the back? It's half. less. It's way less actually. Yeah, it's just as important to mark in the beginning as it is to mark in the end. Doesn't it? 
it's so if you'd open up and to each other, yeah, it multiplies like um, exponentially pretty much until you reach thirty. So once you hit three strikes in a row, the first frame. So say you do a front nine. After the third frame, you throw you throw your third strike. The first frame would get thirty. Then the next one, second frame would be sixty, and you go all the way up. So pretty much when you're bowling for your tenth frame, you're at two seventy. Then you can put up as much as thirty more pins. 10 per strike because the multiplication part's over pretty much once you hit the 10th frame. Hmm. Gotcha. So, like, and then, hear me out, you throw the first 11 strikes. Last shot, you absolutely, like, botch it. You throw it in the gutter, whatever, 290. Like, the last shot's always worth X amount of pins, however many you knock down, no matter what. So So the last shot doesn't really matter that much. Oh, it matters. You want to bowl 300? Last shot still matters. Well, I mean, you want to you want to okay. try to beat somebody. Well, you have two ninety though. Yeah, two ninety is pretty nice. But you, the only way you get two ninety or better is throwing the first eleven strikes in a row. Yeah, the only yeah, way you break that. Though. But at that point, you're going to win unless you're going up against a champ. So yeah, like that would even beat your you. Yeah, it would. But has anyone done it yet? No. Why? Because you have to start off good and continue. No good. one's bowled a perfect three hundred in the world. No, in lar- no one's pulled up in our town. I bet not. It probably would. Like if you're that hot, eleven in a row. How do you just sink one in the gutter and then do it again? Because you, you still like sneeze. No, you don't get your you don't get your chance for a spare on that last one, or do you? Yeah, well, that's no. Your, yeah, 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 not your last. The last one. shot's just whatever you knock down. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. your final. 10 it's just your light. It's like a bonus ball. So if you're much. that hot and you sink it right into the gutter, dude, that's unfortunate. Like right the kid there. from the town nearby, there was a whole team there. He shot 300. He threw the front nine. I was like, if he throws a strike in the first, the first ball of his tenth frame is going to be a strike. If he throw, throws a strike, then I'm like, he's going to do it. I said that. I was like, he's just too hot, too good. Like he was just stroking him. Absolutely. I know you guys like that term. I can see you smiling over he there. He's hot. He's he's hot. I I don't particularly I can't care. say that, I don't think maybe. But I was like I was talking to Jack who's standing right next to me, he's like You don't think you you don't think he's gonna do it, do you? I'm like, if he throws the first strike he's gonna do it. And he did it. Ugh. you guys wanna get into supernatural? Yes. Yeah, we'll dip into that. Supernatural thing. No we more bowling. A, we went a little techie for this. For the, the bowling math. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Did you guys ever do the math for your... Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't. No, yeah, you didn't. Well, okay, we we're not going to talk about we it. We just then. found out me and Isaiah were right. Yeah. That's it. Graciously. Anyways. Um, supernatural. Yeah, so... We talked about space and stuff like that. And we touched kind of on uh, I don't know what they're doing I'm sorry we touched sort of on like like the the potential that aliens are out there do we want to go into that or do we want to touch something else because supernatural I mean we talked a lot about like ghosts and stuff we did on our Halloween (laughs) so yeah yeah we did we did touch on ghosts we can talk about aliens I do know well I don't know but I have a, a, a pretty good amount to uh, talk on when it comes to aliens and stuff like that. But we can... Um, hey! Y'all want to be here and now? Uh, no Jacob's the one being oh distracted. God, yeah, no kidding. Jacob, I'll start a one-man podcast. Okay. Devin, Living you, should, you could have... Oh, I guess I was talking. I, I'm, so I'm sorry. sitting there. I, listen, I don't have yeah, too much talking. to... to uh, well, we, we have a decision to make, boys. To this we have a decision discussion. to make. We're going to talk yet. about... Aliens. We're going to talk about like uh, what is it? Cryptozoology, like Bigfoot, Chupacabra. Mm. Those things are kind of harder to talk about because those, those are kind of dying, in Chuka, my opinion. Chupacabra. Yeah, it's like Chupacabra? Mexican book, Mexican Bigfoot. No, what? Yeah. No, oh, it's not. Yeah, the it's one Chupacabra is real. Bigfoot. Yeah, eh, I'm on the fence. Chupacabra. Real? It doesn't that just a translation yeah. for something else? No. What a Chupacabra, quote unquote, is. Is it's basically like a devilish coyote, so it's like a, a hell fiend or something. Yeah, I thought it was, that's what I was saying. I thought With, it was like a hyena. Isn't it the With guy like, on Bugs Bunny? No, that's the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> yeah, it is. The Tasmanian devil. Oh, you're <laughs> right. You're right. <laughs> hey, yo, <laughs> not not how it's depicted. No, yeah, no, 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 they, they can't make tornadoes. tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it no. Bakugan or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, what what. A, 
Well, oh, you want to know something about Bakugan? Yeah, I do. I felt so old the other day, the other weekend. Yeah. Um, my Jake, co- my Jake- cousin ran up with a with a Bakugan. He's like, look, look, it's a Pokemon ball. And I'm like, no. No, no, it's not. Just well, slap you know, him. what you said was because I wasn't there. I was across the room. You're like, go tell Isaiah. And I heard that, like in ear, like just like back of my head. I heard. It. I turn around. He comes running up with a Bakugan ball. I'm like, oh no, oh that's sweet. It's a Pokeball. It hit me hard, man. No, it's not. Did you slap him in his across his face right there? He was a no. child. Oh, so no, I told so? him it was a Bakugan ball, and he said. No, and then he ran away. <laughs> no, yeah. you just gotta let it be. Oh man, Bakugan oh, I was so good. Getting those from McDonald's, dude. Remember getting the actual ones from like Walmart, like the quality ones poor. with the magnets. I was poor. <laughs> just kidding. I got Grandma, I was Grandma's favorite. I, I got those too. I just got Beyblades. I got. I had Beyblades too. Beyblades. Those were fun. Um, I I got Bakugan for the DS. Oh so yes, play it sometimes. It was sick. Um. Mm. Anyways, no, a Chupacabra is like a three fanged. Demon from hell. I'm I'm looking. I'm actually looking. Yeah, at it and it like supposedly sucks all the blood out of like livestock, so it's not real because yeah. nothing does that. What it what the the quote unquote like evidence of like corpses that have that they're pretty much all like prankster. It's sick to think about, but people pranking farmers and stuff like that that like make the three things with whatever, and then they they drain the blood. But there are some other things that's like, ooh, how did that happen? But that I feel like Chupacabra and Bigfoot are the easiest to kind of um, debunk to, like, coyotes or, like, something local, like a bear or something. Something like uh, the Yeti, though, would be a lot – it's a lot harder. Because not that many people go up the Himalayas. And that, well, and that whole area is largely just not uncharted but un- unknown, unobserved, yeah. The unknown is so much there. Yeah, and especially when you consider the fact that, like, on one half of the Himalayas, right, or, like, whatever mountain range is close to it, is, like, straight jungle. Yeah. It's yeah. straight jungle. That, like, you could walk in there and within a day you'd be like, that is not a thing that any human has seen before, <laughs> ever. <laughs> so that I feel like out of all of, like, the cryptozoology, like, creatures, I feel like that one's probably got to be the most plausible I'd have to agree for sure. Because that could be just like a like Gigantopithecus, I think, is like one of the historic um, pre-humans. And I think it could, it could be easily something close to it. Yeah, just like a little tribe of them that yep. swear it will survive the whole time yep. in the Himalayas. I think it probably wouldn't be a tribe. I feel like we'd found, we would found something, would have found something of a tribe. But a species in a region, I feel like it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's kind of also where you like draw the line between uh, different variations of species because it could just be a polar bear that has evolved. A to polar walk bear on in two the Himalayas. Legs. Well, I thought we were talking about. Uh, oh, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. But again, a, a, not a polar bear, just a, a brown bear or something that has developed to walk on something, two legs. Yeah, something up there. You yeah, because polar bears can walk on two legs. They, yeah. they can, but like they normally walk on four. I'm just saying, like, because yeah. obviously you think of yeah. um, what do we call it? You call it a Sasquatch or a Yeti? Yeti. You call yeah. it a Yeti. Um, all like all of the myths. It literally just looks like a bigger human that's has a lot more hair. Yeah, pretty. I mean, much. I mean it yeah. could be strictly that just someone who's developed a species or whatever you want to say has been developed with long hair and more Mm -hmm. body fat more warmth generating i mean you know you know where werewolves came from right obviously there was like a myth like not a myth well i guess so a myth as in like greek mythology about werewolves to explain like oh why is there a scratch on this tree but then you know like in um old circuses they had um like dog, dog men or like wolf men that have like the genetic condition where hair grows pretty much everywhere. Like oh, yeah, base and yeah, everything. yeah. Well, you can really explain that a few thousand years ago. Werewolf. Yeah. So things like that. So even if it doesn't exist now, I'm sure there is a there was at some point a physical reason for people to believe it. And we just didn't have the know with all to understand what it fully was now. At the same time, though, there are things like most of the Bigfoot 
tracks that we find here in America, because America's not that old comparatively, are kind of dumb. Like, anyone can make that with a mold and some plaster. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, out in the Himalayas, they found... Uh, I can't remember what the trek was, but there was a, a party that was going up the Himalayas to do something. I don't know if they were going to the top or top of um, a mountain or whatnot. But basically, they they were never seen again, first of all. Allegedly never seen again. Um, and around their campsite was absolutely destroyed. And all they found were, aside from the ruins of the campsite, was large footprints. So either they did it themselves and just vanished off the face of the earth for odd publicity that like they'll never reap the benefits of or something happens and it's just like a weird coincidence that this Bigfoot is there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, just something to think about, I guess at night when you're alone in the dark. That's why we got Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You know, something weird about, um, not aliens, I guess. So it's still supernatural, but, um, not cryptozoologic, zoology, whatever. Aliens. You ever heard of like lost the lost time stories that people tell, where they're like abducted but they don't remember anything. Oh, sort yeah. of. Yeah. So it'll be like, well, it's 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 weird. Un- well, you think it's dumb until you hear like the really exceptional ones. Like this kid was, and he could be just absolutely telling a story, like telling a lie to get out of getting in trouble but this kid like eight or like younger was either riding a bike or walking to his friend's house two blocks away two blocks away is like Not five minutes far. or less it's just a road in, in town you know so the block like is mi- like six tenths of a mile yeah it's like it's like four houses yeah. wide two blocks five yeah it's not far at all so if you're walking and riding five minutes, ten minutes maximum, if you get distracted by a pebble on the side of the road and start kicking it around. This kid leaves at like four o'clock PM. Supposed to go to his friend's house. Well, I think he went to his friend's house. He's walking back at like six. Dinner's at like six or something like that. So he's running late. He gets home. He doesn't know what time it is. Every his whole family's like crying, like is is like devastated when he walks in the door. Then they're upset, like, where the heck have you been? He doesn't know what's going on. They tell him the time is, like, 9, 10 o'clock at night. But he went straight from, he says he went straight from his house, or his friend's house, to his house. So a five to ten minute walk turned into a few hours, and he doesn't know understand what happened. Now, that could be three things. He was making an excuse that was, like, so dumb that it worked. Mm-hmm. He has whatever a, like a, a brain condition or something like that that just you black out you don't know what's happening Memory you get up you're in like a daze yeah and or, like you don't even realize you collapsed or it's what we all know that happened he was abducted by aliens Zip. Mm-hmm. um yeah uh, so it just the fact that like those kind of things happen all across the world without like and it dates back so long ago that it's hard to like entirely disprove disregard it. as something that's like how do we so i guess the the easiest thing to say with that is well yeah like they got discombobulated something happened you trip you wake up you you hit the back of your head but like you got hair so no one sees anything and you just you wake up you're in a daze you don't even realize what happened and you just keep going but the weird thing is he got home and it was like by the time he got home it would have been dark and he just didn't even know. So that's just odd. Mm. Definitely a lot you can't explain. Not definitively, yeah. Definitively anyways. That's why that's why I like uh stuff like this so much is that you can explain it. You just don't know which explanation is the right one. Yeah. Yeah. You can think about it all you want, but once it's done and over, there's no real way to prove it. You can't prove that some lady in the 1960s was right or wrong about getting abducted by aliens while feeding the chickens. So, While driving home, there was a green aura above her. <laughs> then all of a sudden, they're back on the road. But it's like 3 in the morning. It yeah. was 2 in the afternoon. Or like when you're driving alone, all of a sudden the radio changes. Oh, yeah. To a weird frequency. Start or hear me out. This one's out here, but 
someone's having deja vu <laughs> and you just fit their deja vu. Who's the alien in that situation? Well, neither uh, of us still. You know, that definitely wasn't me. So who got who <laughs> got abducted? Me, obviously. You got abducted. Yes. Yikes, I feel bad for you, buddy. Then again, like when you when you talk about you say something weird during the deja vu, if you did say it and it wasn't expected then it wouldn't be deja vu, you know? But if I did not say it and he still had the deja vu because I didn't say it, did I still choose not to say something? Yeah. You, ca- you constantly make decisions. I can make a decision right now to stop talking. Thank and then a God. decision oh to start God. talking. <laughs> and then a decision to start talking Dude, again. I, the times that I have that the hardest is when I'm about to get into an ice bath. And I was like, all right, you just have to. Like, it's just that split second. You make the decision, you do it. And I say, all right, ready, now. And then, like, my body doesn't move. I'm like, no. Come on, I was supposed to, I was supposed to get in. And I'm like, ready? And I'll be just, like, hovering there above it. And I'm like, all right, get in the ice bath right now. Then that time I'll actually get in. Okay, legs, let's do this. Well, that's not that's not talking about deja vu, are you? You're just know. talking about, like... I'm talking about making decisions. Like, weird mm-hmm. inner dialogue. Like, decisions that you don't make, but something makes. And you guys tell me I'm crazy for thinking there's multiple people. Oh, there's more than <laughs> just us saying that, bud. What? <laughs> more than Your just doctor us says saying it too, you're crazy. Big <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys I are talking about the same so thing. I, no, I, I agree with you, and I don't know who Luke talked about Luke literally just it. said it. He's like, come on, legs, get in there. That's what I do. You're talking to his legs as, as a separate yeah. entity, because they well, are. I, I don't think maybe oh that's a I have to stretch. talk to my each of my legs what, as a separate so entity how I normally yeah how I normally understand myself and like my body and somebody somebody talked about it and it's gonna it did it more justice than I'm about to do it and I wish I could give them credit but um it's like there's a there's a sensical you and it's like the parts of your brain right so there's a very analytical sensical you mm-hmm. that's very good at making decisions there's a very creative empathic. Um, compassionate part of your br- other half of your brain, yeah. right? Those two normally work together to make decisions. If there's a tough decision or like some weird decision that Jacob said, are you okay? He just hit his knuckle or something. Oh, all right. Well, anyway, but like the dominant part of your brain is going to take over in those tough decisions, right? So that obviously the both, yeah, and especially with a decision like getting into an ice bath, the analytical part of your brain is going to probably be more lenient towards it because it'll help right look at the numbers this will happen if you do this the other half is like ah that's cold man Mm -hmm. so they're at they're at war so the decision's hard to make then all of a sudden with like the snap of a finger one side wins and you just get in and i think when you're talking when you're thinking of like the inner dialogue you have when you're like all right one two three like that weird gap you have is like the most intense part of the battle between the brains, like the sides of the brain. And when you say three and finally get in, that's when like the more analytical part takes control and finally wins and you just plunge yourself in. But then there's other days I just get in. Yeah. I mean, well. Because I just think you're, you're probably just less attached well, or on, less are those motivated days, by. Are those days when um, you, you do ice baths more frequently? Because what I see in myself is normally when I do ice baths rather frequently, like once or twice a week, um, which I haven't done often. But it, this, as soon as like the second day rolls around, it's so easy. But if I take a month off and I try to do it, it's way harder. So I think that's just a custom. Yeah. To the, the yeah. Once it's a habit, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. It's a habit. Yeah. Yeah. But you 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 see you see things like the battling of the brains. In uh, morality questions, I think I might have asked Jacob this a while ago. I can't remember, but it's like a famous uh, question where it's like, "There's five people on a track, and then there's a train coming towards them, but there's a junction in the track with a lever next to it, and you can switch the track so that the train goes Dude, out of the way of the five people. That she got tested in real life into the one person, like they they did a real test of that. Vsauce did. They, they did s- not. Yeah, they was said it like it. a simulation? Like people thought. Yeah, well, obviously they didn't kill anyone actually, but yeah, pretty so much a real test. That whole thing, but psychologically, the person thought yeah, it was I all know. completely well, that's what I was true getting. and happening. Yeah. So, and well, I'm already I know what they chose. They're going to sacrifice the one person almost overwhelmingly, which I wouldn't do actually. Yeah, you would. It's no, a greater good no, thing. In the moment, you would. In the moment, no, I wouldn't. Because think about it. 
Wait, I, I see on. it less I, as a greater good problem, but a question of the lesser evil problem. I think I don't know if you said the whole story. So, on oh one, yeah, you can. Sorry. So you there's five people on a track. Train is heading towards them. All of them will die. No yeah, one right. see, No one sees it coming. You can you yourself see the train. You know they can't move. You see another person on a separate track, just one, same age, same demographic okay. as everyone else. You know you can switch the track to kill the one person, okay, and save the five lives of the other, uh, the five lives that would have died. And okay. overwhelmingly, yeah. so no the people make the decision to, to switch the track and take the one because it's. I mean, yeah. it's analytical. It's yeah, it a net sense. gain of or net save, net. It's actually retention of five, four lives. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a net, just net four lives. Yeah. So what? What I think. I wouldn't do it because it's not the greater good, Luke, but the lesser evil. If I wasn't in that position, those five lives would have died anyways. And I know if I, if I, and I know if I touch that. Well, lever, then at that point, you're just scared of being liable for causing a death. You're liable either way. If I touch that lever, well, if you're trying to use the logic of if I wasn't there and I wasn't in this situation, those five people would have died. Yeah. You're psychologically convincing yourself that you weren't liable. And you didn't cause those five people to die. And you didn't potentially net four people. Correct. Well, the more the more compassionate way of putting it is by not touching that lever, I'm not changing the life of the one person that I I would have killed. I would do that myself by touching mm. that lever. And I wouldn't change the lives of any anybody related to them, which is another question, like, well, probably the chances are the five people have more dependents. You know, like people that depend on them. But at the same time, you don't know any of this stuff. So you can't really think about that. But by touching the lever, I'm taking their lives into my hands. By not touching the lever, would have happened anyways as it was. And it's, it really is just. Well, I think the situation's more set up that that's like, you don't just stumble upon it. That's your job. You're yeah. like, you're the lever changer. You're in that situation. So you know. It's your decision regardless. Yeah. Like, even not changing the lever, you made that decision. Yeah, no, no, of course it's not. It's not set up like you just stumble upon no, it. No, it's supposed to be set up like that. Well, I, I guess that's, it, a, that's a harder question. Because if it's your job, it's yeah. all about numbers. That's, and you don't take human. Because you can't make it about numbers when it's humans, in my opinion. That's what people do. But here's the here's, here's thing. There's a second part to this question yeah, but of simulation. I feel like even when it's been done in real life, it's shown that it's, a, it's well, made about numbers. Well, here's what I'm getting to. There's a second part to this question, and it is there's no split in the track, but now you're over top of the track on a bridge. You're overlooking it. Five people ahead of the track, they will die. They can't see anything. You're standing next to a very large man, like very large enough to stop the train if he was in front of the track and those five people survive. You know you can push him down in front of the train to kill, the fi- to kill him. But save the five people. You know what people said in this situation? Instantly and overwhelmingly, no. Yeah, because I'm, I'm. It's not about numbers, man. It's I a agree. more personal. It's not about numbers, Isaiah, but also Jacob. Because at first I was thinking like Jacob because I saw that one YouTube who did the simulation where they told him it was their job and they put him in front of the control panel like, hey, yes. you control the trains it's, or whatever. It's you have not to switch. about. You can't make it a job because then it's always numbers. Yeah, because then it's numbers. But then if you do kind of like what Isaiah was talking about, how you just uh, say you're randomly stumbling across and you see this happen, you have the chance mm. to either – you have the chance to change it or you don't. And I'm going to keep using Isaiah. Like I'm going to assume you're in the situation. Okay. If, if Isaiah was never there and never did anything, the outcome would be no different than what fate would have uh, happened, what would have caused to happen. There'd yeah, because no in that situation you have a – Outlet to make yourself not liable well, let's, for let's, not making that decision. Okay, now, but if you're yeah, in the situation yeah. where you don't have an outlet, you're liable either way. Yeah, I'm gonna say mm-hmm. most people are gonna make right. the numbers decision. Well, it's just like if so you have an, an outlet so that you're not liable yeah. and not vulnerable to any punishment or it's just about it's it's hard to it's hard to say it's about you, but because you you you're not allowed to know anything about the people. You have to make it about it's, you. Yeah, it's more about the feeling of what you have caused. Yes. Because if, if you did not, let's say, yeah. stop or switch the train or push the dude in front to stop it, yeah. you did not cause anything. Yeah. Nothing you did, nothing will go you on your soul or You were a bystander. Exactly. Yeah. And you just witnessed some, something unfortunate. Yeah. But 
if you did push over the dude or stop the train or whatever, then you did cause that one death, but it was in order to save the others. Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely interesting. So I feel like that's two different situations. One, one, you have a, an outlet to not cause, Mm -hmm. but almost like you have a reason that you didn't cause. Right. And then the other one, you're the cause either way, no matter the outcome, pretty much you made the, you made that outcome. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. The, the, the whole point of the experiment was, all right. Yeah. So the whole point of the experiment, just to wrap it back up, um, it, it, as you as you probably noticed, was there was a lot of talking between us about numbers and how you feel, which is the two sides of the brain, yeah. and that's the biggest. Like this is like the best moral question when it comes to the two sides of the brain arguing. And there's a scientist, or a, I think Doctor Green or whoever, they did an experiment where they they scanned people's brains when they answered the question. When it was when it was pulling the lever, it was about numbers, so it was yes. When it was pushing the man. You, you feel it, you touch it, you really, you connect more about, oh, I'm doing this. Whether mm-hmm. it's pulling lever or pushing, you really understand, oh, I'm going to do this to this person. So it was no. So that's different, different parts of the brain took over. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, that'll wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do all the things you're supposed to do and hit all the buttons that you're supposed to hit. Um, Let us know what you would, you would, uh, decide to do if you were in that situation oh yeah i would be really cool to see some other people's thoughts and yeah. discussions on that uh we'll see you guys next week anybody else Should got be. anything go check out all the instagram and tiktok and everything else yep. yep text us if you have anything you want us to talk about yeah good night toodles peace